0: Hey, it's me, Tanner. Thanks for joining us for our last podcast, 2018. We're going to talk countdowns. We're going to talk Christmas traditions and how to close out a year. Welcome to the Ted and Tanner podcast. Bam.
1: Tanner, it is good to be back with you, my friend. It's good to be here. We're at your we're at your house this we morning are. and I am petting your dog. <laughs> hmm He's being very good. He was not so great when you came in. No. That's but right. he's, he's got him. a little bit he just turned or will turn to, like next week. Which how old is that? What's dog years? Is that I, mean, he's, I have no idea. Like, he's a teenager now? Yeah. Which you can tell in his obstinance. Yeah. Um The terrible twos or just a teenager. He's he's really getting there. He uh he now will only of course as he climbs onto you. Hey. Yeah. Hey. It's okay, bud. It's <laughs> as, okay. as Gus hijacks the podcast. I'm going to put my hands in my pocket. That always good works. Call. Um no, he's he's getting better, you know. Yeah. He's a dog. Dude, so how's it going? It's going pretty good. It's almost the end of the year. Yeah.
0: It's always such a weird time. Mhm. Always such a weird time, but it is a, it's good. It's good to uh, be drinking some
1: coffee with you this morning and to be to be hanging I agree, man. And it is it is a really windy day here in Central Texas. It's gross out. It. I, I don't know if I'd go as far as gross, but I do know my doorbell cam has been going off nonstop. Is it really? Yeah, I don't know. Like the wind that comes by? Yeah, the wind comes by. Ghosts. Yep, ghosts. It's 100%. We used to have a bird that would come and land on it and set it off, and then you'd <laughs> see this bird just poking they just around Did you just see the it. video of where there was a snake? That like coiled up on
0: one at one point. No, that's like insane. It was on. It was all on over the internet. On their doorbell. Yeah, on their like their doorbell camera thing. Well, that's crazy. Doorbell camera thing. I know stuff. Yeah, you do. Gosh. But you live in an apartment right now. I live in an apartment, but I saw something today, and they had one outside
1: theirs. Yeah. And I was like, really? They're pretty easy to install. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. welcome to our doorbell camera episode. Yeah. Glad, glad you, you can make it. <laughs> yeah. Glad you're here
0: for that one. <laughs> Which what actually, do you guys a lot think of about funny doorbells? doorbell cam videos. There are. And there's also some terrifying ones. Yeah, there
1: are. Anyways, we don't need to get into that today. No, no. Uh, let's talk about some things. So we want to talk about some countdown stuff. Yeah, and I don't know if countdowns is the right word. I threw it into our show notes as that. But really, it's like the end of year lists, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. a better way to say it. Yeah, we'll so. read you the intro. Here's
0: the new intro. Welcome to the Ted and Tanner podcast, where we talk lists, Christmas traditions, and how to close out the year. Bam, bam, bam.
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, we found a couple of... We found a bunch of ones. So um, mine, mine got axed <laughs> because Tanner found a better one, which is kind of annoying because I, I put it together and I thought this will be great. But it, it was... Um, it, it was 100 dog tweets of 2018. So here's what we're going to do. is We're going to throw that one up on uh, the Facebook page, on Twitter, on Instagram, because... It's, it's really funny. That's yeah, great. I sat in the house by myself yesterday just dying laughing. There's one, <laughs> I think my favorite one is this lady takes a video. She's running into the back room. Her husband's in there. They had heard a loud crash. Yeah. And, and she runs in and pans from left to right. And you see this potted plant just all over the ground. And she pans to the right. And they have a golden retriever. And his front half is stuck. In a bedside table, (laughs) and he just kind of looks up like, "Yeah, I know what I did." So they're good, but we'll post that. Yeah, we're not going to walk through all 100 of them. Tanner found. Oh,
0: we found. I just googled a bunch of things, and uh, the biggest news stories of 2018, according to Google. Now, before I read this, I was like, I have no
1: idea what. What happened this year? And it, as we went through it, it was kind of like a rediscovery of what mm-hmm. happened in 2018. Some yeah. of it sad, some mm-hmm. of it like, wait, that was this year? Yeah, I yeah. Um, to start the the top one, we'll just run through real quick.
0: Government shutdowns that happened. Winter Olympic medal count. Which, did we win that?
1: No, what? we came in fourth. Pretty close. Pretty <laughs> close. Yeah, it was. But, I, re- I was reading an article on it, and someone was like, you know, yeah, Finland came in first, which like. The one thing Finland wins in, right? Yeah. Oh, it the sports. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the article was like, and the U.S. came in a disappointing fourth. A disappointing
0: fourth. Well, so it's gold, silver, bronze, and frankincense. Like, what yeah, are we gonna, we, <laughs> we
1: won the frankincense medal. So that one happened. The mm-hmm. royal wedding took place. Did you? Did you watch the royal wedding? I didn't. I went back and watched the sermon the pastor gave because a lot of oh, people yeah. talked about it. I want to say Chelsea woke up early for it, but, like, I don't have a desperate need Yeah. to watch The Royal Wedding. Like, I, I'm not against people who are, f- like, gonna watch it, but yeah. it, it was on at, like, 4 or 5 a.m., and I was like... It was just a we- it's It's weird. It's right? cool if you're part of it. Well, and I think for us as Americans, it's... It's like fairy tale, right? Yeah. Because we don't have kings and queens, and we don't have that anymore. It was funny listening to some British comedians talk about the American obsession with it. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, our taxes pay for this family to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, if I was paying taxes for that, I would be I would not livid. be livid. I would be, be so mad. But I'm sure they
0: get a kick out of what we're doing with our tax money. So it, it all kind of evens out. Like, we help with them. They help with us. Yes. It's fine. I, I was on a on a flight uh, while the wedding was happening. And so I, I was watching, like, I think, at like, the wed- they had gotten married. And so it was, like, mm-hmm. everything right after. And I was on a flight. And it was, like, too early to watch sports. It's like, nothing Wait, was going were you on. watching it live? Like, on... I don't think it was live, but I was watching, like, a bunch of it. But I, I mostly watched it, and this is my excuse for watching it. I wanted, I wanted to watch it so that Sarah and I could talk about it together. Did she wake up early? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure she and Chelsea talked about it. I think they it. did. I think, I think Sarah was going to come over here to watch it. You know it
1: what royal wedding I want to see? Daenerys Targaryen, the Stormborn, <laughs> and Jon Snow. When does it come back? When does Game of Thrones come back? I don't know. 2019. More and importantly, January 10th. Nine-nine. Nine. Nine-nine. What's up?
0: Uh, after the royal wedding was the school shooting in Parkland, Florida. Yeah. Yeah, that was... that, And there is still a lot that's coming out well, of Well, and,
1: and that was... I mean, this year... And maybe it's part of getting older, right? And I never, I never know if it's the year feels different or I'm older. Because it feels like the older I get... The faster year runs, mm-hmm. which at times makes it feel like things were so long ago. Yeah. Matt and I, my brother, as we've been prepping for Christmas stuff, we just keep looking at each other going, Christmas is next week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, and we're like, wasn't it just September? Yeah. But, yeah, it's so it's surreal to think, especially with a lot of mm-hmm. the, like, um, the... The stuff that's happened since then, that Parkland was just this year, like, what was it, February or March or something? Yeah, it was early in the year. But it, thats it's just crazy. Yeah. It Well, yeah, I mean, I, I woke up this
0: morning, and it was one of those things where it's like, it's already Friday. Mm-hmm. As it goes so fast. But,
1: like, mm-hmm. I remember when I was in middle school, I was like, it takes forever to get from Monday to Friday. Right. And Or, like, a work day, even. Yeah. Like, I remember going to school and going, like, oh, my gosh, is this ever going to end? And now a work day ends for me, and I go... What did I do today? Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe that's be also because the internet's here now. We're yeah. like, oh man, it just sucked. Thirty hours in
0: my twenty-four hour day. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> that Thanks, YouTube. Um, Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court confirmation. Oh no, that one is pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't need to talk about that one. Yeah. Uh, Hurricane
1: Michael. Where was that? Was that, uh, it was that was on the on the East, on the East Coast. Coast? Yeah. Yeah. We're really bad with news. Well, it was. I was talking to someone uh, two days ago, and I realized. Uh, Harvey in Houston was, that was only, yeah, uh, that was last year. That was 2017. Yeah. And that seems already like it was three or four years ago. Yeah. I mean, Hurricane Michael did some damage
0: to Florida. It did. It, it like, I mean, it wrecked. It was, um, I think it was like one of the, the top three hurricanes that came through. Yeah. So it was, it was rough. I remember that because my parents were boarding up and, and stuff like that for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the midterm election results. Yeah, that was a fun day to watch the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I base all this
1: was like was I watching the news that day? It's it's interesting to me how much. Uh, so every year I have a couple shows I go through, like every year. Yeah, and maybe we can talk about this in our year end, yeah, end yeah, a little yeah. more. But um, one of the shows I watch once a year, um, maybe not the whole way through, but I at least watch some of it is The West Wing, mm. and it's always interesting to me on their election night episodes. Yeah. Like how into it they are, and I feel like at that time when it was coming out in the you know the late '90s, early 2000s, it really was like you had to be a political person, yeah, to to be invested. And now it's like it's like the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. I I remember I remember election night because you and Matt were doing a show. That's right. And, That's right. Yeah. We had and show. I'm sitting there refreshing results like it's you know the World Series. It was yeah. insane. And it was really in in Texas. It was the World Series. It was it was, it was a, a big one. deal.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there was Hurricane Florence that came through as well. Um, mm-hmm. And and then the last thing was and the, like if you would ask me like what was the biggest thing that happened, the World Cup, right? I I totally forgot. I mean I'm, mm-hmm. we're not soccer guys. No, but I mean I watched, I, a, I gu- like I watched a couple. I watched a couple of games. I watched a couple games, but then I I, I looked at this list and I I kind of asked myself I was like, was I even paying attention this year? Right. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but then there was another one. There was like the uh, these are the the topics that the people the topics that people search the most. And the first one was World Cup. Second one was her, Hurricane Florence. And then the next couple of ones um, they all had to do with um, people who passed away. So mm-hmm. it was Mac Miller, uh, Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain, and so I mean those
1: were three huge losses. And yeah. then the another one on there was Stan Lee as well. Um, mm-hmm. And so well, people, you and- know. And those those first three though just really sad because Matt Miller was an overdose. Kate Spade mm-hmm. and Anthony Burdane were both yeah suicides. Right. Mm-hmm. It's and that's always I think it's it's so it's such a stark thing for us in our country. I think when famous people die. Yeah. Or and even famous people dying is not where I want to go. Like when famous people commit suicide. Yes. Yes. Because I think in our country. They're the, one of the greatest achievements now is being famous. Yep. And I think it's very hard for our culture to look and say, well, but that person was famous. Yeah. They had everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's, I mean, it's really sad, but I think it shows a lot of the loneliness that goes into achieving that level of notoriety. And maybe, maybe I think you and I have tasted this to an extent,
0: and I think a lot of people have tasted it to an extent of mm-hmm. being of being known. Mm-hmm. But like you're, you're, you're the sole pastor of a church plant, and for a while, you were the only person on staff. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was, and when I worked at camp, I was the one program director, and so there was it was me that a lot of people came to for stuff. Right. But even while I
1: held that position, I thought, man, it's just pretty lonely at the top. Mm-hmm. And it can. It's it's and it's it's hard to explain to people, in a lot of ways. Yeah. What that's like, and I think the blessing I have at our church is I have good people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but even I mean it's it's incredible how much that creeps into the, you know we're in the church, but how much that yeah. creeps into that world too of saying. Yeah. There's celebrity pastors now,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and I would be lying if I didn't say, like, hey, that's where I want to be, and I would Mm -hmm. say it comes out of a place of, like, wanting to have a platform and and share, but what goes into that is a lot of brand building, a lot of things like that, and I don't think brand building is wrong. right? So, if we look at written to speak, Mm -hmm. I think you've got a creative outlet that you've got a lot of talent, and so for you, brand building is getting your message out. Right. It gets harder for a pastor when you try to brand build because what you do is so tied up in who God is. Mm-hmm. And and that's not to say what you're doing isn't, but it's to say people need to be able to come to you yeah. and not worry that you're trying to build your brand. yeah. Which Because I think, written to speak in Tanner Olson, who works at um, church... Mm -hmm. are two very different things. Yeah. You know, you you handle it so well. Yeah. But. At least I try to. No, you do. And I think, you know, when you're out on the road doing written to speak stuff. Yeah. I think you do a good job of connecting with people. Mm -hmm. But those people here in Austin who you walk alongside, I mean, they have full access to you, right? Oh, at all times, yeah. And I think with our famous people, be they church or not, like... Yeah, I think we want access, and I think it's its a—and
0: it's like a, it's a swirl effect, right? Mm-hmm. And so for for people like you and I, like there's—if this makes any sense, uh, I guess theater of the minds, But like if we're in the center and there's swirls around us, mm-hmm. there aren't that many swirls, I guess, around us. So people can get to us pretty quickly. Yeah. But for for people who are famous, right? There's a bunch of swirls. Yeah. And so people like to get to them, you have to really get to them and then I think it's just harder to to live when you're surrounded by so much well, or and to walk
1: into a place and be like people well, in this room know me well this week you shared with me like and I'm a little disappointed I had promised you a surprise and I fell through I was going to make you cinnamon rolls this morning oh man so if you didn't know Tanner posted this great it was a brilliant tweet but it went viral I mean yeah what almost 140,000 likes and yeah it's almost like, 15,000 it was 18,000 retweets 18, which is cool, but then on Facebook, it was even bigger. Yeah. So, like, Facebook took it and ran with it. I saw some random page mm-hmm. used it, and I'm glad they left your name on it, but they put yeah. their, like, yeah uh, their little uh, watermark on it. Yeah. And I was like, that's a jerk move. Yeah. But Tanner and I were talking, and you said there were people that, like, you hadn't talked to in years who all yeah. of a sudden... And it sounded like it was different, than like, hey, man, this was cool to see. It seemed yeah. like it was kind of like a oh, so you're kind of famous now yeah, and that's and that's and that well, that's how it
0: was to me, um and I talked with a bunch of people about I talked to you about this, I talked to Barrett about this, I've talked to my wife about like what happened what happened to me when this tweet went big, yeah. right like cause it was cool like it's cool, but at the same time, like it's like this doesn't matter yeah like and it and it really it really it was fine. It was fun. Yeah. But I, like, deleted
1: Twitter off my phone for a little bit, and, like, it's just annoying. Well, and I think, I think too, we have to measure ourselves, right? Because mm-hmm. I know I can get caught up in it. So we got to meet Zachary Levi at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on Chuck. He's Shazam now, you know, all this stuff. We got to meet him through uh, this whole process. He was doing yeah. meet and greet. We, we got in, and um, number one. It was this little bar in Austin where they were doing it in the middle of the day. Uh, And we show up. It is the first time in my life where I've 100% known I was the coolest person in the room. I mean, absent him, right? But it was like nerd central. And this coming from the guy who on my day off last week as I cleaned the house, I watched three Marvel movies. Like, I'm, I'm pretty nerdy. Yeah. And uh I, yeah, I know that a party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so number one, it's Chelsea and I like looked at each other and we were like, Are we the coolest people here? Oh gosh. As a girl walks past in her steampunk cosplay. Yeah. Uh but so we we got to meet him and it was cool. We got to you know, you get thirty seconds, right? Right. But it was really neat. We you know, we kind of chatted with him for a second and as we were walking away I we let him know like he's he's a he's a Christian and we mm-hmm. said, Hey, we pray for you. Like we really, yeah. honestly, we're thankful for you and the witness you are, where you are, and it, and we just wanted to say that. And as we walked away, it was really cool. He stopped the next person. I was like, "Hey, thank you guys so much. Really, yeah. it means a lot to me." And that mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. And but what I had to tell Chelsea as we were driving was like, "Do not let me invite him to dinner, <laughs> right?" Because there's in our culture, and I think you know, as we talk about. Kate Spade, Mac Miller, Anthony yeah. Bourdain, I don't know what's going on with him, but there's so many people that when you become more famous, you lose real relationship, right? Uh-huh. Because what you get are people who want something from you. Yeah. Right? Like you have fame, mm-hmm. and so now they want something from you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or they're fanboys. Yeah. Or girls. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's contributing a lot to our mm-hmm. uh, this culture of yeah we're seeing celebrities really depressed and struggling and that's always been a thing but now right. in the the day and age of you know it's weird as a celebrity if you didn't post on instagram every day and right i think that's something we i think we should dive into next year and talk about yeah or talk about it. no
0: yeah but i was listening to an interview with um Carl Lentz, he's a pastor of Hillsong, oh, Hillsong in, in New York. New York. Yeah. Yeah, he's and got so, sweet jeans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, uh, they always said that too. Um, but I was listening to an interview with him. It doesn't matter what you think about him, but he talked about the importance of really just having people around you, like mm-hmm. the people that you trust and the people who can call you on your stuff and can keep you in line on things because yeah. because because you are a big deal. Because mm-hmm. he is a big deal. And I think it's it's very important for, for pastors and people in uh, not only leadership, but like Christian leadership as well, to have people who can like call you on your stuff mm-hmm. and then who can like ask you at any time, like, hey, let me see your phone. Let me see your bank statements. Let yep. me see this and this. And like be able to mm-hmm. be honest and vulnerable, vulnerable people
1: because you yeah. live in such a crazy, hectic, chaotic world. Well, and, and what you said too, like there are levels of... Yeah. Fame, being known. Let's use being known. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Because, you know, I know pastors in churches of 30,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but those 30 people, I mean, that's the pastor. Yeah. And and so you live, growing up, I was, you know, I was a pastor's kid and my dad's church was a good sized mm-hmm. church. And my dad did a really good job of kind of, both my mom and dad, in raising us to kind of eliminate that fishbowl mentality mm-hmm. that... I knew sometimes there were expectations of me because I was the pastor's kid. Right. But, like, what I look back and see is when my dad stepped into the regular moments, right? Yeah. Like, so he stepped in, he coached my baseball team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He took us on vacations every year where we drove to Minnesota together, you know, where it was just the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I look and see what do I want to be like, I mean, I am I want to write more books for sure. Yeah. I, I want to do that. <clears throat> and even a little bit of writing the books stuff is kind of weird. Yeah. But I want to be known by my regular people, right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's what I want to grow into more and more. Um, Because you look at that and uh, so, uh, Matt Chandler, who's up at yeah. the village in Dallas, like I, his, he, I use a lot of his stuff for like personal devotion in terms of like, I, I need to listen to sermons on my own, you know, Yeah. but his Instagram is hilarious. And, um, there was a picture of him and he's wearing a cowboy hat, like in jeans and boots. And he's like, well, I've gone full Texan, <laughs> but it's because his daughter rides and does barrel racing on uh-huh. horses. And so it was just him being dad, yeah. you know? And I think I, I want to see more people like that that'll say no to yeah. things to be with their families. And that stuff really, it shouldn't surprise us. And, it, mm-hmm. and like
0: it does. But that's because mm-hmm. like the image that we have in our mind is like, well, he is a he is a preacher or a mm-hmm. speaker. So he's if, I, if I'm going to see him, I'm going to see him on stage. And he's like, no, like I was listening to an interview with uh, the rapper Propaganda yeah. the other day. And he, I mean, he just talks about how like, his like he will Facetime his family when he's on tour, and like he will send them pictures and postings of like the boring, mm-hmm. right. So like so that it's like keeps him in check, and also like reminds them that his dad, their dad's yeah. around.
1: Carlos Whitaker does that too. Oh, I yeah. watch his stories, and he does a good job talking about kind of yeah. everyday stuff. And well, I think I think the thing about this
0: is I have to ask myself why am I doing this. What is the point? And if I I keep asking myself why, why do I want to write books? Why do I want to write poetry? Why do I post a poem every day? Or why do I want to increase followers? Mm -hmm. Well, if I don't have a good
1: answer for that, then I really have to keep myself in check. Well, and I thought it was really cool the other day. I saw, you've been doing a good job of connecting. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and taking letters to be mailed and those Mm -hmm. kinds of things, right? And um, I saw a girl... Who seems to be outside of your normal kind of sphere
0: mm-hmm.
1: of I think people you connect with? Because um, I, I looked at some of her other Instagram stuff, but she was so beside herself that she got one of your poems, and I was trying like she was she was so excited, yeah. And I had to like stop laughing because I'm there for the behind the scenes, yeah. right? Like <laughs> I'm there as you're tearing up the sheet yeah. of paper, like yeah. and I'm like, yeah, like I could. I could just ask Tanner and like he'd yeah. write it down for me, you know, yeah. like this this is a paper, here's yeah. a neighbor. Yeah. Poetry. <laughs> Was <that your> p- <laughs> this is a paper. This is- <laughs> I heard I listened uh to your uh um to your great uh podcast and I'll, I'll shout this out. Like yeah. Tanner's Written to Speak podcast is really good. Whereas Thanks. Ted and Tanner do a podcast is us laughing and joking and sometimes it being is- serious. Paper. Um Written to Speak is a really great, I think creative outlet kind of podcast and uh the one you just did with Shelly Schwalm like yeah. Shelly has a depth and a wisdom that I just envy. Yeah, Cuz I'm just dumb, right? <laughs> yeah. Like but listening to that podcast it was so cool listening and you asked her to share a poem at the end and I'm thinking of like you know, oh, if Tanner were asking me these questions what would I do? Yeah, yeah. And Shelly went into this like very like serious and thought out poem. Yeah. And mine would be mm-hmm. about like donuts, (laughs) right? Like, all right, Tanner, you asked me to write this poem. And the rhyme scheme would literally be like A-A-B-B-C-C. Like, I want to get into anything else. It would be straight, like, wrote this in first grade about donuts, you know? One, two, three, four, a dozen more.
0: (laughs) And that's the start. Boom. Um, but going back to all of this... Yeah, sorry. Right, we, no, we no, no, this is great. Yeah. I, I'm fine with all... Like, the, I think that's good. This is how... Well, we, we've talked about podcasts, too. And what is a podcast,
1: Ted? It is just us interrupting over each other. And you getting off topic, yeah. right? It's exactly what a well, podcast but, is. There it is. If <laughs> we, if, let's bring it back here. Okay. My number six. We yeah, just well, went I'm very sure. serious, but We watched six, this together, right? Uh, maybe? Yeah, I think we did go see it together. At the uh, movie? Black night? Panther. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was just... Guys, I don't know how Marvel does it. And honestly, if you're one of those people that's like, we're being so overrun by superhero movies, well, you're just a snob and get out of here. Yeah, seriously, I'm okay yeah. if you enjoying say enjoy God's not dead too. But. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly where I was going. That's the people I was thinking of. who we were like, oh, God's not dead. No, I, I'm down for people enjoying other kinds of movies. But I was watching um, this YouTube video the other day, and it's a guy kind of going through a process of something, and he's doing a, a mock interview for this uh helpline. Yeah. And he's talking to this person and he starts using Avengers references mm-hmm. and the person's kind of like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Wait, you don't know the Avengers?" <laughs> and like the rest of his this mock interview yeah. is him going like, "We have to go see the Avengers yeah. together." And I was like, "That's me." Yeah. Like,
0: it's not wrong,
1: <laughs> but it's pretty right. Black Panther was so good. Yeah. I mean, not just because It's a Marvel movie, and I have yet to go to a Marvel movie that I didn't at least walk out being, like, well, at least I'm glad I spent money on that. Yeah. Thor 1 and 2. But it it was also a refreshing difference. Yeah. Right? I got to see culturally... Something that was very different than me, mm-hmm. and also had this stark realization of like, you know, you compare yourself to all these different people. Oh yeah, which which person would I be? Tony Stark? Would I be Captain America? And all these things? Yeah. No, I'd be the CIA agent, the yeah. one white dude. Yeah, like that's that would be me. <laughs> yeah. Like the lame white guy. Yeah, like who ends up you know not being the villain white guy, but yeah. who ends up being the sidekick kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like that would be me. Yeah, like I uh, want to Captain America. Me. Nope. No, Tony no, no, Stark. Nope. nope. Spider Man. No. <laughs> White CIA dude. This guy in the suit? Yep. Yep, yeah. No,
0: I, and we talked about this when the movie had come, had came out too. We talked about just how important this movie was. Mm-hmm. And as two white guys talking about this, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you can't change who you are, but it's so, it's so important mm-hmm. that diversity is recognized and also celebrated yep. too. And I mean, as, as white folks, like we, just, I, I'm just so glad that we can take a step back and and say yeah this is awesome
1: this is good Um, Well, and and I think it was going on that thread I had this big realization this year Uh, it was either I had read a tweet or I was listening to something and it was this person talking uh, you know an African American person talking about the sadness they felt because they couldn't trace back you know their family Mm -hmm. history stops at a point yeah and that's it yeah and for me, I had this stark realization of, like, I can take my family all the way back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, we can just keep going. Yeah. Like, And I think, for me, the importance of this movie was it was a chance to say, this is the culture we came from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, this. this is... And for me, it was really neat to be an outsider looking in. Number one, just, I love different cultures. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't understand... How you can't right and like I'm German and yeah. don't get me wrong like besides World War One and World War Two oh yes like the, we've we've really you know we made bratwurst yeah right like yeah. I'm down with that we do things people like sometimes yeah <laughs> Martin Luther yeah um, you know so some of those things but yeah man I just I thought it was so cool to to see to see that you know to yeah. to be like I love looking in. Mm-hmm. And being getting to be on the outside, but still getting to enjoy yeah. what was going on and uh, um, I've really liked listening to Trevor Noah, the the host of the Daily Show, yeah, because he grew up in you know South Africa, mm-hmm. which is just a whole new thing, and uh, him talking about it, and he's actually the voice of the computer. If you stop and listen, oh, you I go, know. "Oh my gosh, that's Trevor Noah, but it's really cool hearing him talk about. Talk about those kinds yeah. of things, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, there's a couple more on the list. Uh, number seven was Mega Millions Results. Eight was
1: Stan Lee, who just passed away a couple of, a month did, ago or so. Did you and Sarah talk about if you won the Mega Millions, what you'd do with it? I'll be honest. I didn't know this was happening. Dude, it was, almost, it was half a billion? Maybe a little more? <laughs> only, oh, I only... I no, it was, only it was buy, almost a billion. It was 900 million. Oh, see, I only buy tickets for if it's a billion. <clears throat> yeah, that's Sorry. right. Um, I don't need to play around. We, we need to change. add that to our podcast at some point. What would you do if you wanted to make a millions We'll do that as one of our intros one day. For sure, for sure.
0: Okay. Uh, the next one was uh, Stanley, Stanley, which halfway. was sad. Yeah, uh, but he was also like ninety five or something. Yeah, it was it was a life well lived. Yeah, it, it's one of the so it's like it's like a it's a it's a clap and not like a huge mourn. Well,
1: and it was it was nice in in the year we've had. Yeah, where like men have been like all these powerful men have been exposed. It was really nice when he. Not that he passed, yes, but when he passed,
0: mm-hmm.
1: anyone who had had any like you know um, actor, director who had had contact with him yeah. spoke of him in the highest terms, yeah, you know, male, female, whatever it was, they said, Stan took time yeah. to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And this came up too on your podcast where it, Shelley said something about um, no, you said something, someone learned your name. Yeah. And how simple is that? Mm -hmm. And it seems like Stanley kinda had that aura about him that he would come up and learn your name and get Mm -hmm. to know you. That's cool. This next one is really funny. Number nine? Not for the reason it was searched, no. But because of the conversation we had. Yeah, so number nine is Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato was searched (laughs) because she overdosed a really sad story. She's coming out of it, which is cool. She's in rehab. But it's funny because Tanner goes, Who is that? So Tanner had no idea who Demi Lovato is. So his his I mean, Disney he, Channel he, upbringing was lacking. No, nah, I mean I was a Liz, I Liz,
0: Lizzie McGuire. I knew things.
1: I knew stuff and things. Sure. Um, Luck <laughs> like of the Irish. <laughs> yes. Uh, but so then I told him to look up "Sorry Not Sorry," and he started listening to it. And he goes, "I love this song. <laughs> I love Demi
0: Lovato. <laughs> That's it. I know her." Yeah. So she was the number uh, number nine, and then the tenth one was the election results. Uh, whatever. Okay, <laughs> what but my, some about. of my favorite ones uh, was another site, and we'll run through this one, mm-hmm. who cares, but it was like the most searched... Questions. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the most
1: the, the most searched how-to question. How to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like both funny and not at the same time, yeah. right? like I understand someone searching for it, but at the same time, it's like... Yeah, well, it's just great. I'm glad somebody, I'm glad they're, like, searching for that, though. Yeah, right? well, and
0: it's exciting that yeah. it was the top yeah. how-to question. Yeah, I and I'll be honest, I probably did this at one point, too. Yeah. When I was in Carly in college. like how yeah, to are voting for the first time. The most searched what is question, and I definitely, I definitely tweeted this. Mm-hmm. Tweeted and
1: Googled this. Yeah. What is Bitcoin? Yeah, agreed. What is Bitcoin? See, here's what's funny, is my brother-in-law mm-hmm. got into Bitcoin, did a great job with it, I still don't understand how it works. Do you know that Bitcoin is found by people who mine it on the internet? Like, I heard people say, oh, we have Bitcoin farms or mines, and I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. Yeah. But it is literally, it is hidden in code on the internet, and so people have server farms dedicated to finding the code. You literally mine Bitcoin out of the internet. And I just go, how is this worth money? How Don't and, y'all know how to read a book and like how, go read a book. Don't Well and is is this like the beanie babies of the internet? I hope so. Right. Remember when beanie babies were huge <laughs> when we were a kid and people oh, were yeah. like buying beanie babies as their retirement plan? Yep. And you were just like, Oh, honey. Yeah. Like Well that's the thing, it's like we put value on
0: this. Right. And then a lot of people put value on this, which mm-hmm. adds more value to that. Right. So can we put, like, value on some of the things, please? Yeah, like all your basketball cards. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) The most searched where is question. This was embarrassing for me. Yeah. Uh, Do you know, uh, where is Villanova University located? And I said,
1: wow, Villanova must have gotten together with a bunch of people (laughs) to do that. And Tanner goes, "Uh, they won the basketball championship this year. And I said, "Yep." oh. Uh, The most searched
0: who question. Who won Mega Millions? And the sad part of
1: that is... Not Ted and Tanner. Yeah, not us at all. If it was, this audio would be much more clear. Much, We would be talking from a house I had built Yeah, with a studio in it. Yeah. Narrative Church would have a building. Yes. As would X Church Line. Yeah, we would have a building, that's so. for sure.
0: Anyways, uh, that's our a little a little recap of 2018. Yeah. We had a
1: great year. We did a couple of podcasts. You know, Thanks for listening fun. to us. Here is the break. Right now. And uh, boom. So, Tanner... So, Theodore. Over that short break, a very nice thing happened. I had tweeted about your Demi Lovato phrase, which I thought was funny, but I had said, instead of saying our last podcast of 2018, I just said, as Tanner and I record our last podcast. Oh, no. And Chelsea hops on and goes, last? And I was like, of 2018. Oh, so sorry. And then, uh, I think our eighth listener, Anthony Gerber, a buddy of mine from Seminary AG, says. A.G., yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah. A.G. A.G. That's how we refer to him around these parts. Uh. He was like, "I was worried." So at least, <laughs> good. At least two people were worried that this oh, might have been good. our last podcast. Yeah, because well, our parents aren't on Twitter. So right. <laughs> we podcasting till you know three thousand and eight. Three thousand and eighteen. Yeah. I think three thousand. We to go for uh, the old thousand years. Thousand years. We'll just have to stock them up and then like <laughs> and then schedule <laughs> to them to release. <laughs> <It's
0: good. laughs> and then by the time we're dead, everyone will be like, "Where did these guys go?
1: Where are they, they predicted where the future. They're... They Just make up like fake news stories." Yeah, exactly. Tanner, uh. so. Now, this is the end of the year, mm-hmm. but... It's closing time. One last call for podcasts. Mm. Anyways, uh, end of the year, but Christmas is going to come first. So we talked last week about, you know, crazy Christmas presents. Yeah. I'm really hoping that Sarah buys you that giant inflatable ranch bottle. I doubt it. I know, but I'll be disappointed. I doubt it. So, but what I want to talk about is traditions. The old traditions. Christmas time, I think, is a time where people get into traditions, right? Like, they get into maybe traditions or memories. Yeah. You know, of things mm-hmm. that, as I've gotten older, and kind of the magic has worn off, right? Go ahead, just. Yeah. I mean, but the magic has worn off yeah. as I've gotten older. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. The Astros haven't signed anyone this offseason, so that's not true. They've signed two people, but sports. So. <laughs> That one was for you, Kyle Frazier, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Christmas traditions we liked. Um, and, and we want to break them down because we're in different sections of our life, right? Yeah. And, and so we're going to talk growing up, we're going to talk married life, how, how that kind of changed our traditions. And then we're going to get selfish and talk about personally what are some of our personal mm-hmm. favorite traditions. Yeah. Uh, my favorite tradition
0: growing up was... Um, Christmas Eve, my next-door neighbors would have a party, mm-hmm. and it was just like a couple of people in the neighborhood would go over, mm-hmm. and uh, it was always one of those, I, I think traditions for me are things that I can like, I can mark in my life, and I can look back on throughout the year, like, I, I, oh, we made it to this point in the year, right, we did right. this last year, we did this the year before that, and mm-hmm. I can always remember just like, we would go to church as a family, yeah. we would drive back to our house, and then we would grab the food that we had, by we, my mom, had yeah. made, and we would walk over together, and we would surround and, and talk with our neighbors, And it was just like a, it was a fun time. And I remember it the most because that's where I was introduced to Oreo balls. Oh my gosh. Right? Cream cheese and crushed up Oreos. Put those in the freezer or fridge or whatever and then cover them with more
1: chocolate. How am I not going to remember that year from year? But it was the greatest thing. You know, Oreos to me are dangerous. Because while other people like have a serving size of Oreos, I eat Oreos by the line. I have the serving size. Right. I have them all. Yeah, I have all of them. <laughs> yeah. Serving size package. Yeah. <laughs> but especially, have you ever had JoJo's? No. From Trader Joe's. Oh. It's, it's their version of Oreos. The cream is better. They're bigger than double stuff Oreos. And when Chelsea buys them, it's a treat when yeah. she buys them. We've gotten to the point where she has to ration them oh, and hide them from me. <laughs> because... If she leaves after she's bought them, there's high potential by the time she gets back, they're close to gone. You're a dog. Well. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how this plant Look, got knocked just, over. Just <laughs> all kinds <laughs> of crumbs
0: all over my face. Like, Chelsea, you're never going to believe it. Somebody just, walked in here and covered my mouth with Oreos
1: and they took the rest of it. <laughs> No, Chelsea, they knocked me out unconscious <laughs> yeah. and then ate the JoJo's over me after they had tied me up. <laughs> yeah. And then they untied me yeah. and left. And then i take a four-hour nap. Yeah, it so. was crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Oreo... Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's that's like, how do you improve on Oreos? Yeah. Oreo has made the mistake of saying, you make different flavors. Yeah. Have you seen these? Yeah, they're garbage. They're Ridiculous. Yeah. But... Here's rab- <laughs> raspberry jam toe filling. Right. Nice. There are three ways to improve upon the Oreo. Number one, cookies and cream ice cream. Yes, hello. That's an improvement. Number two, um an Oreo cheesecake. Oh, yes, hello. But king of all improvements on the Oreo is the Oreo ball. Oh, the Oreo ball. And I, rem- so good. I remember the first time I had it, it was Brian and Aaron West. Brian, They're family friends, and he's a pastor in Michigan now, but he he actually officiated all of our weddings, so mm-hmm. me and my sister my brother. But his wife, Aaron, made Oreo balls and introduced them to me. And I felt super guilty because I was like, so if I leave you guys two of these, like, is that enough? Yeah. What if I didn't leave any? Because oh, yeah. you... <sighs> it's just once on the lips, forever, forever
0: in my mind. That's really how it is. <laughs> just <laughs> can you write a poem about Oreo balls? Uh, I can work. I don't know if I want to write a poem.
1: Anyway, anyways, uh, yeah. See, I, here's I the can... problem: is like you're a serious poet, so you can't like just do goofy stuff.
0: Uh, I wouldn't say I. No, I am. I guess. It's it's anyways, uh what if, what about you? you tell me yours? do you do your you growing up one No, I'm going to act offended over here that you no, no, I, I shot down my No, because I've never poem. been called serious before about anything, and so I don't know how to handle your you, when you said you're a serious poet. It's like I guess. Again, this I, is, this I, is
1: if if Tanner weren't on this podcast with me, this is where we'd start Enneagramming. Yeah. But we're not going to, because I'm on this podcast with Tanner. <laughs> uh, Ted, for you, growing up, Christmas tradition. Um, so when I was a kid, we, uh, my dad's a pastor, and so we would go to usually the 7 o'clock service. Yeah. So you're done about 8. Well, dad would have usually one or two more church services before mm-hmm. he'd come home. So we'd all pile into our uh our Plymouth Voyager hey, minivan yeah. and we'd go to Exxon just down the road from church and we'd all get hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And it was really kinda cool because usually like they'd give it to you and, you know, Merry Christmas and it's like just that cool thing. Yeah. But we would drive around and look at Christmas lights for about oh, thirty nice. minutes. And it was just it was so much fun. It was me yeah. and my brother and my sister and my mom and we would just drive around and look at Christmas lights. And then after that we'd go home and we'd usually spent all day or the day before uh-huh. um, prepping things to cook. And it was just it was just appetizers. It was random appetizers. We Which, would if do, we're being honest, that's all right. you ever really need. Right? Especially at Christmas. It's Oreo Well, They count. Yeah. Appetizers and desserts. That's actually what it was. Yeah. So, apps and zerts. Apps and desserts Apps and zerts. Ass and zerts. <laughs> Ass and zerts. can I eat this with my food rake. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> um, but so, we would have... Mom would make... Uh, Christmas morning, she always made homemade cinnamon rolls. And she'd make extra dough. And she would make uh, pigs and blankets. Mm. And then she would have made a bunch of other things. And then people, when you're in a church my dad's size, like people just bring you food. Yeah. Like they just show up and go, I was baking, so here you go. Yeah. And so we'd have all this stuff. Wait, so you baked a whole bakery? Great. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Great. And yeah. so what was a lot of fun was, we I always knew certain staples would be there. Yeah. Sausage balls, pigs in blankets, you know, those kinds of things. And then what would happen was you just get a bunch of random things. Yeah. And so it was this great, like, okay, I know the things I love uh-huh. are here. Yep. But then I get all these other things. And so it was a lot of fun. Christmas for my mouth? Right. No, <laughs> yes. exactly. So dad would come home. And we'd sit down and we'd all have this meal and we'd be watching Christmas movies while we were waiting for dad. And, and it really was kind of this cool, like we, we got to stay up late and wait for dad to come home. And it was always, you know, kind of mood lighting. We'd light the advent wreath and I mean, I just loved it. Did you, um, did y'all open Christmas presents on Christmas morning or when did y'all do that? We did one present on Christmas Eve. Oh, nice. Um, which usually we got to pick, and sometimes mom and dad would go, no, you need this, if like they had new pajamas or something for us yeah. to wear. Um, <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> yeah, right. That <laughs> um, And then we were Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, we had to wait till 6 a.m. That was the one okay. rule. And uh, That's awesome. So... That was also mm-hmm. a lot of fun, Matt and I finding ways to kill time until 6 a.m. Yeah, because
0: so. somehow I just magically woke up at 3. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it was yeah. like, I can't sleep. Yeah. Um, so, Tina, uh, what about married life? So, for us, it's a it's a little different. We married for, this will be our second, our wedding anniversary is on the 28th of December. Mm-hmm. So, this will be our, our two-year wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. And so, we've only had one Christmas together. But we go to Florida where for my, for my family is. Mm-hmm. And our anniversary is three days afterwards, and so it's just kind of, uh, we're, we're still, like, really trying to figure that out. We don't really have, like, Christmas traditions at this point. We do things like, um, I mean, we, this year, we bought a tree. We didn't buy a tree last year, so this is the first year. did you
1: guys go live, or? Yeah, we official? went for
0: a, uh, <laughs> yep, we went for a live tree. <laughs> now it's. Dead, uh, yeah. but it, no. So we I think we're still figuring that out. But it's cool for us because our uh, anniversary is three days after Christmas, and so that for us, I think the tradition is going to be there is no tradition. It's just yeah. going to look different every year. Uh, Which is cool. Last year for our wedding anniversary, we mm-hmm. went out to a nice dinner, and then we went to an Orlando Magic game. So yeah, it was great. Um, and then, but this year, uh, two my, my one of my best friends growing up, Justin and Sarah's best friend all throughout college, Chelsea, they met at our wedding. And they're engaged now. So we're on our wedding anniversary this year. We're going to their engagement party in Florida. That's cool. So it's it's kind of it's kind of amazing how that all worked out. But we don't have any like traditions just yet. We're kind of figuring that out though. That's cool. Um, we just watch a lot of Christmas movies though.
1: Well, that's good. So yeah, what's like what I saw Sarah oh, White man. Christmas is like, she's got to watch that. Have you which, watched that movie? I can sing every song in that movie.
0: Ah,
1: you're a better man than I am. So I grew up... My my dad's side of the family is very much... Now, it's my mom's favorite Christmas movie, so we watched it a lot. But my dad's side of the family is very much like... Like, when we end family gatherings together, we sing the doxology in four-part harmony. Because that's just who my dad's side of the family is. Wow. And so... I've never heard my dad sing before. Yeah. So we can... um, I mean, I've had cousins who would put on talent shows and they'd sing the sister act or yeah. the sister song, you know. And so, yeah. Sisters I mean, are sisters. S- never were such sisters. <laughs> I know, sisters. When a certain gentleman arrived from Rome, Anyways. she wore the dress and I stayed home all kinds of weather to stick together.
0: Anyway, so you and Chelsea now, as a married couple, you sing that song. What else do you do?
1: I just want your wife to listen to that and be like, "Ted is such a great guy." <laughs> I'm glad Tanner. Did you're so. you're hurting me. That puts me in a bad spot. Right. So, so me and you know Phil, my buddy Phil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our goal has always been we always take our wives' sides against each other. Yeah. So it was really hard when he wasn't married. Yeah. And he would just always take Chelsea's side. Yeah. But then he got married, so now I always take Courier's side. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> So now I'll always take Sarah's is side. It, is Chelsea like the sisters' song? Chelsea likes White Christmas. We we'll watch to it together. Okay. Yeah. Well, Anyways. okay. I know
0: we watched. it. Okay, we watched it this year, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I watched it, and I was like, it's not like it's not that bad, mm-hmm. but like it's
1: not Die Hard. I mean, that's right, what I was, right. was. But it's also like super weird because yeah, you kinda, have like you have Christmas songs, and then you get like these super angsty like. Yeah. What happened
0: here? And there's just some weird, like, generational differences, too, where it's like, I'm just trying to get engaged. And right. it's like, wait, what Christian college are
1: you at? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, uh, so you and Chelsea do a... Uh... So we, when Chelsea and I got married, we got married and then moved to St. Louis about 10 weeks later yeah. to do seminary. And so what we found in St. Louis was a lack of good text mix. Mm-hmm. And... So our first Christmas together, um, where we were in St. Louis, where we didn't Mm -hmm. come home, we really were just craving Tex-Mex, and we knew we were going to have to make it ourselves. And so we just made this giant fajita Tex-Mex dinner. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, usually you stop, right? You go, okay, we'll make fajitas, but we're not going to make queso, you know? We're not going to... Christmas Eve Tex-Mex dinner Mm -hmm. is... Queso and chips and salsa and tamales and I mean whatever we want Tex-Mex. You gonna have it. It's coming in, and so it's really a lot of fun because we get everything prepped. Yeah. And then usually we've eaten dinner later, but this year church is a little bit earlier, so mm-hmm. we'll have everything prepped. We'll come home from church and. We'll just be the two of y'all, camping. or y'all gonna have some people come over with you? Um, I think it's probably just gonna be the two of us this nice. year. That's um, awesome. Yeah, Like, traditions, you just kind of, like, fall into them also, mm-hmm. right? It's, yeah. yeah. It's just... Well, and that's the thing. It's... I think people try and go, like, oh, we're going to plan traditions. Yeah.
0: You don't Got really plan
1: traditions. You just kind of start doing them, and then you go, oh, I want to do that again. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, okay, let's, let's mm-hmm. slowly integrate it. Um, and then for me, like, personally,
0: my Christmas tradition, uh-huh. Christmas Day, it's all about Jesus. And the National Basketball Association. <laughs> How many games do they uh, play on Christmas Day? Uh, five or six. Okay. And they're all they're all like pretty big big games too. So they'll have like certain matchups. Um, I don't know who's playing this this I'm year, sure but the Lakers are. Uh, usually, yeah. So it's like I think it's like the Lakers are playing. Mm-hmm. maybe like the Warriors or something like that, uh, yeah. or like the Rockets. So it's like it'll be some big some big matchups, and they're usually just like fun to watch. But um, I can remember just like us like being at home, and I have a s- smaller family, and mm-hmm. so this Christmas it's just uh, my mom and dad. And then Sarah and myself, well, mm-hmm. like my brother's, gonna, he's going to be out of town with his wife. Mm-hmm. And so it's just going to be the four of us. And it's like a, you know, it's a gathering. I'm just like, we'll watch some basketball and hang out. So, so is that like a family thing? Well, or... My family, my, my family likes basketball. So are you, yeah. would you say you're a basketball
1: family that it's like, Hey, this is our sport.
0: Um, I would say yes. Like my brother and I, we both played growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did, he played soccer for a couple seasons. I played soccer mm-hmm. for a season. Um, but we always play basketball. My dad likes everything, though. So he's a big baseball fan. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I don't... It's hard for me to get on that bandwagon. It's hey, not, you're an Astros was, fan. It was, it's all oh, taken. yeah. Astros fan for life. Mm-hmm.
1: Ghost Rose is what I say. Yeah. And you just said it. I did. I did. What about you, man? Uh, for me, it's... Um, I mean, there are a lot of things that go into it. But there's something for me. I love Silent Night by Candlelight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and as a pastor, sometimes it's not even me singing it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you do this ever on Sundays, but... I just step back sometimes and listen to people sing.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't know if people know the reward it is when your church leaders step back Mm -hmm. and listen to you. Like, for me, that is one of the most rewarding things is when I can step back and shut up and just listen. And I love my church because I sing loud. Like, (laughs) I just love it. Yeah. And so it really is, Silent Night for me, like, I stop singing. Yeah, I'll sing. You know, I'll, I definitely sing during it, but I'll pick yeah. a verse and oh, I'll just sure. kind of step back and the candles and mm. one year, one year Chelsea had to put out a woman's hair <laughs> because her kid lit it on fire. So yeah, you know, that that's a tradition I won't do. No, we're not gonna like. You're the chosen
0: one to have your hair lit on fire. This <laughs> <Yeah. year. laughs> Here we go. Oh man, sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are all good. I I I really enjoy. Um, and I I get to 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 speak at church on Sunday, and one of the things I want to I'm talking about is just mm-hmm. like the words of the season, yeah, and how beautiful they are. And that song is just like the words; they just like cut to the core of
1: you, yeah. Um, but most Christmas songs do well. There, I think there's some that stand out. There, like mm-hmm. Silent Night, for me is one of those. Especially when you like connect mm-hmm. the last, you know, Christmas miracle of the yeah. armistice on Christmas Day during World War One, um, and then uh a one that's really taken on a lot of meaning to me and it's not it has to be specifically sung not by casting crowns yeah but uh I heard the bells on christmas day um was written by a guy i think his his son was in the civil war uh-huh. and you know he hears the bells and he's reminded again that you know there's hope there's mm-hmm. peace in the world and you know comes back to jesus and it's yeah. that one it holds a lot for me too but yeah, uh, For me, it's O Come, Manual. Come, Emmanuel. Oh, Love that one, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, that's our uh, little... Uh, little <laughs> our traditions. That's a little thing on traditions. Now we're going to take a short break and then come back talking about end of year. Sue so Tanner, we've talked about Christmas, and we won't be back until the new year after this podcast. This is our last podcast of 2018. Not ever. Not ever. Just of 2018. No, we, we come back. Um, and I think we've found a good rhythm now, that now we've yeah. we've kind of figured out how to be consistent and, um, you know, get rid of those guests. I think it's, I, I
0: here's the thing, when I, uh, when I started writing
1: to speak, like,
0: six years ago, mm-hmm. like, I had no idea what I was doing, and it takes right. so long for me to right. figure it out, and I think I just figured it out in the last year, Yeah, right? So it took, like, five years to figure it out. With this, I, I think it's it's been cool. To, like we put this on display as we're trying to figure this out. We know that we like hanging out and talking to each other. Yeah. what does it look like to do a podcast? Yeah, uh, and so it's been it's been fun. It's been a fun ride along. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm glad we've
1: actually found a good a good rhythm for yeah, it too. Yeah, I think so too. But you know, and speaking of rhythms, I think there's something to be said as we've talked about, you know, end of year lists. Yeah. as we've talked about Christmas. I don't know about you, but Christmas to New Year's is kind of just like dead yeah right like it's kind of this time that almost doesn't exist mm-hmm. because you know maybe you're spending time with family, maybe you're uh you know you've got time off work but it's just a lot of yeah. downtime mm-hmm. and something I'm trying to do is build more structure in my life yeah and I think people can fear structure because mm-hmm. they go, well, then I can't be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And spontaneity is like this huge value in our culture. Yeah. But I look at it... I don't, don't want to be tied down. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be held down by something. Yeah. But I look at it and I go, actually structure enables spontaneity. Mm-hmm. Because then you know the things that are important are done. Mm-hmm. So when you go be spontaneous, you don't have to worry about these falling down. Like they're, they're set. it's done. Yeah. And so I, I've been thinking, I want to start doing something where I end the year well. You know? And... What I don't want to do is like some leadership guru thing where it's like, you know, well, at the end of the year, you have to do this because that'll set you up for next year and the stars are going to be aligned for you. <laughs> no thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think I want to slow down. And it actually, it I realized it um, last night as you talked about the most Googled things uh-huh. as one of our topics was I thought, what for me were the major events of my life in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy to forget. It's mm-hmm. so easy for that to get swept under the rug. And so I, I guess the question here is, do you do anything to close out the year or what are some things you want to do to start closing out the year well? Yeah, well I actually did this last last week. Um mm-hmm. I took a day off of work uh-huh. to recap
0: 2018. And so what I did, so I keep a paper planner. Uh, And so for the whole year, I write down, you know, the things that I have going on, the things that I have scheduled, all this kind of stuff. And so I I went back through it. I went back through my planner and pulled out the the highlights from the year and Mm -hmm. some of the things that I did and the the places that I went or the Mm -hmm. people that I got to spend time with. I wrote those things down. And then I went through my photos on my phone, Uh, just starting back at January one. And then scroll through and just found out, found some of the things that meant the most to me or like, I remembered, oh, I I did this or I went here, you and I did this, you know, (laughs) stuff like that. Uh, And so it it helped me kind of look back on the year and it helped me kind of see, okay, what's important to me? Yeah. What are the things that I I cling to most, or the things that I enjoy doing, uh, and then like, uh, how do I do more of those things? Yeah, you know, or it's like I, I can if I even like look through my text messages, it's like or my my phone uh, my phone log, right? It's like a lot of phone calls between friends and family, and it's people like, oh, I want to talk to this person more, or I didn't talk to this person enough, and so looking at the next year, because I think it's like there's this there's this temptation, whether it's a good one or a bad one, to look at the next year and say I'm gonna be better. Right, because right. I, at least I hope that's how it is for most people. Like I want to be better mm-hmm. in these areas mm-hmm. next year, and so I and then I sat down and then I and I made goals for two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. Um, personal goals, uh, work goals, and then written to speak goals as well. So I right. have three pieces of paper of like, and one of them is is pretty simple. Like my first goal is to keep in touch with friends who don't live in Texas. Yeah. And so it's like I'm going to like, and the, like before the month starts, I'm going to write down like in my paper planner. <laughs> Call Gary, call Justin, call yeah. Adam, you know, like call these people. Like, Cause I want to mm-hmm. talk to them. I want to keep in touch with these people. And then I also went through my 2019 planner and I wrote down like one Friday a month. I just wrote down date night. Like if it's in there and I see it, I'll remember really yeah. how to do it. Cause I'm really bad at, I'm I'm good at just like, Hey, we're at home. Let's just hang out. But like, no, yeah. like to plan the things that are important. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I think structure is important because like you can miss the things that actually do matter. Yeah. And for me, I, if I don't have it written down or planned out, like there's a good chance I'm not going to do it because yeah. if I don't have it planned out, then my mind is just kind of like, yeah. Oh, I'm here.
1: I always think it's funny when people tell me something at church, they're like, Oh, Hey, will you remember this thing? And I look at mm-hmm. them. and I go, text me Yeah. or email me mm-hmm. like this sounds ridiculous, but if you want it to happen, text me or email mm-hmm. me. Don't just walk up and tell me something. Mm-hmm. Especially like it's hard to to let people know like hey Sunday morning, this one thing, yeah, I'm not gonna remember it, yeah, because, like, I have 18 other things going on as you're talking to me. But I think like you said, structure and setting it up, yeah, when you put it in place, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. And people ask sometimes like, well,
0: how do how have you kept this written to speak thing going for this long? Mm-hmm. And if you go back and look in my planner, it is things like write a blog post, yep. post a photo. It yep. is like like things I have to write down to do because if not, the temptation of me just looking and comparing myself to other people or doing something I don't need to be doing, right. that's much easier to do. But if I have a goal and I set that goal, like I'm gonna work at it and try to accomplish it, um, so I'm a big proponent of like hey like make goals like that's a good thing. And Sarah, yeah. that's where Sarah and I differ. She's like I don't. She's like I don't set goals. Yep. Because I just, I was like, and I respect well, if, that because she's a very structured person in, in her own in her own ways. Right. But I am somebody who's like, It's if I see it, I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah. So. Well, and I think setting goals for me is very different too than like New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. And I think I'm not a big proponent of like, um, what's my theme for this year? Like. Oh, you're not a one word guy? not in the least um, but part of that comes down to I think there's a dangerous trend in Christianity of mm-hmm. becoming a self-help religion mm-hmm. and I just think that's very dangerous but uh, I I think for me, I like what you said of saying, I want to slow down and look at 2018 and I want to write down the good that happened, I want to write down the bad that mm-hmm. happened because I want to look, look at my year as a whole and say, okay what did I do this year but also, like, I want to be able to someday, like, talk to my, um, you know, hopefully kids and grandkids and say, hey, this is this is what this time was like. Like, mm-hmm. this is, you know, it was the best of times. We have dog gifs. It was yeah. the worst of times. For cat gifs. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, I think it's important for us to slow down. Yeah. Right? And to look at the year and to say, here's what really happened. Here's what went on. And, and so when I thought about this section to end our podcast and to end kind of this year, you know, one major thing for me that I kept coming back to was saying, I want to build a structure. Mm -hmm. That, that's what I've talked to with um, my brother through some discipleship stuff he and I have been doing with Chelsea just as we've grown more this year is to say consistency is key. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's when I hop out of consistency that things start falling apart. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, you know, we saw that with the podcast. We saw that with I saw that in my personal life in a couple of different areas to say, yeah. nothing I'm doing, it seems hard from the outside. Yeah. But once I'm in it, you're just grinding and you're yeah. getting it done, yeah. right? And so I think for me that I want to work to build structures that enable consistency, but n- not because I have some overarching dream I really want to accomplish. It's like, no, if I'm just consistent, like you said, mm-hmm. people people want their dreams to come true quickly mm-hmm. they want to achieve their goals without work yeah and for you to go you know i've spent six years on written to speak and i think i look at just the trajectory of this year with written to speak mm-hmm. and i think i see for you a lot of momentum really this year mm-hmm. now i don't know what you know i i we've been friends for Two and a half years. Two and a half beautiful years. The best years of our lives, some would say. Don't hold my hand. But uh, I think there's there's something to be said for saying I put in the time. Yeah. You know, there's some people that are going to get their big break at 26. Yeah. But, uh, you know, now that I'm old Mm -hmm. at 32, I'm really realizing saying it's worth putting in the time. Mm And I actually trust a lot less young success, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Not that there's certain people I meet and I go, yeah, that makes sense, Mm -hmm. you know? And then it gets different when you're talking about like celebrity culture and stuff. That's right. right, I'm talking about kind of in our fields of saying you got to invest the time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I think investing the time is more about consistency than it is about anything else.
0: Yeah. And it goes back to the way we talked about this, this earlier is why? Yeah, and it's like, why are you building? Why do you want to achieve this, or why do you want to build in the structure? And I think that's consistency is huge, mm-hmm. right? I think we'll talk about. Let's talk about that when we come
1: back. Yeah, because we'll come in two thousand nineteen. Okay. We'll talk about goals and consistency mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And and I think for me, one final thing is we we come towards the end here is yeah. uh, kind of a tradition that I've built for myself is when things end, um, I find a spot to sing the doxology Mm -hmm. just kind of on my own. And I mean like big things like when I finished college,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, when we moved to campuses in college, when I finished seminary, when I finished vicarage on in seminary, um, before we planted the church and I was transitioning out of our mother church, like I just find a spot on my own to sing the doxology. And I think that might be something good for me to end the year with too, just Mm -hmm. to be like, so the doxology being, um, Sing it. Four four lines I'm not gonna sing it. Um it's Praise God from whom all blessings flow, um, Praise Him, all creatures here below, um Praise Him above, ye heavenly hosts, praise Father, Son and Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. We sing it every Sunday, except when I forget. <laughs> I was talking with Matt this Sunday, I was like, Oh yeah, and let's make sure the doxology's here. He goes, Well, if we remember to sing it, I was like, What do you mean? And he goes, Uh, you've gone straight to readings the past two weeks and I'm like, Oh <laughs> my bad. Just start playing over me. Like yeah. just don't let me. Yeah. And But we, we incorporated it every Sunday into yeah. what we do. And I think it's become a really beautiful thing for our church. Because it's just that constant reminder of who am I thanking? Mm-hmm. You know, um, in the ups and the downs, you know, praise God. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm going to start incorporating mm-hmm. that to my end of the year tradition.
0: I was... I think that's beautiful. I was talking with somebody the other day, and I was saying how I wish January happened twice a year. Tell me more. Like, I'm like if we had January also in July.
1: Yeah, six and months. And so soon.
0: maybe, and that might be a better way for us to look at the year is, like, you don't have to look at it as a whole. Take it in chunks.
1: Yeah, six right? months. So if I have these goals or this idea, like,
0: maybe just
1: do it till July. Well, and I think another good part of slowing down to look at your year Is what I keep learning is if you're going to work hard and you're going to do something, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, you're going to put your head down and you're not going to see what's going on because you're going to be so, you know, your hand's going to be at the plow. You're going to be watching in front of you Yeah. that it's important to stop every once in a while and look up. Mm-hmm. And maybe a better analogy is like if you've ever have you ever hiked up a mountain, have you ever summited yeah. a mountain? It's the worst. Oh yeah. But for me, you know, obviously getting to the top's the goal, but stopping every twenty minutes or something and just looking, and you can go, wait, mm-hmm. that's where we were. Yeah. Look at how far we've come.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's saying this is where I am and this is where I have come from and not looking to be like look ahead and be like well that person's there yeah it's like you're going that direction yeah right or you know it's not to like look back and be like well that person has no idea what they're doing they just started yeah. and so it's like staying it's like staying in your own lane yeah and being like I have these personal goals and I'm not going to compare them to other people's because that's when it gets dangerous
1: comparison is the death right oh like, yeah. that I think Leslie Nope one time said comparison is the thief of joy and Leslie Nope is a smart lady she's very smart um But I think that's, I mean, that's where it is. And I think for you and I, both of us have some big plans for the next year and and Mm -hmm. where we want to go and some things we want to get done. Um, But Tanner, it has been an honor to podcast with you for another year. I'm looking forward to the next one. Dude, I think next year is going to be our best year yet. Oh. (laughs) You hate that you said that? Yeah. gross. Why do you hate that? Because it's just such a platitude. It's lame. Yeah. Uh Ted, we were great this year, but next year we're gonna be doubly great. <laughs> Super great. I think see, and this is where it bugs me, is like there are a lot of Christian pastors who they've become what I'd call destiny theology, right? Yeah. It's not about what Jesus has done for you. Yeah. It's about saying, Jesus has a destiny for you. <laughs> and I just get like so sick to my cringe. stomach. Well and and part of it is like, yeah, that cringe factor, oh this is just like yeah. you know, this is cotton candy. But the other side of it, too, is, like, I look at my grandpa, Doling, who spent his entire life as the janitor of the local church and school, Mm -hmm. but, like, was audited by the IRS several times because of how much he gave to his church. Like, and I just look at that and go, Yeah, you're going to tell my grandpa, who was a janitor, like, well, you have a destiny. (laughs) You know, sometimes, like, God puts you in places, and, and he asks you... To be you and like, I mean, my grandpa, both my both sets of my grandparents, to me were amazing examples of people of faith. Who yeah. I wish we had some of that generation. Like, I'm glad we have the internet. Like, yeah. oh yeah. But I I look at our our grandparents' generation and I say, they had their own issues, right? Like, but I think one of the things I miss about it is they were able. To be everyday people. Mm-hmm. I think we are always constantly trying to be, you know, it's that stupid, shoot for the moon, you land among the stars. Mm-hmm. We're always trying to live there yeah. instead of... We're trying to be everything instead of everyday. Yeah,
0: But yeah, you know what? Matt's...
1: That sounds like a good start for 2019. I think so. I Tanner, think so. you're a good guy. You're the best guy. And guys, let me plug once again. Tanner has started another podcast. Really, the way you can look at it is, I took and filed off the rough edges, so he would know what to do with the podcast. Uh, but no, the the written to speak podcast it differs from ours. Ours is more conversation. We talk about a lot of things. Tanner does a great job talking creativity, wisdom, relationship. Uh, I'm sure he's going to talk about the enneagram, but like <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm gonna get you on. <laughs> Um, but I, I, take a look, uh, you can hop on iTunes and find it, uh, written to speak podcast, uh, okay. Gabe Casper the first week, Shelly Schwalm just blew it away in the second week. Yeah. I don't know who's next. Who's your uh, next guest? Next. I'm actually doing, I'm going to dissect a poem.
0: Oh, cool. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I wanted to try to do but two you know, a month.
1: I think there are people out there who I've seen it just with you this year. There are a lot of people who started to write poetry. Yeah, oh yeah. And I, I'm our friend. I mean, closer with you, but uh, yeah. the time I got spent with him, Taylor Jarman started yeah. doing stuff, and his stuff is good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have I
0: have that lined up. Uh, I have another uh, interview with my friend Trevor Kunsy, who's a <laughs> youth leader of <up> Wisconsin. <gasps> oh yeah. Uh, and then in the new year, uh, I'm having you on. I'm going to get Taylor Jarman on too, mm-hmm. actually. So I'm going to have a couple more people, and yeah. I actually have sent out some messages to some people that
1: I don't know, and I want to get to know. Them, so. That's cool. Yeah. That's uh you know, so be watching in the new year for uh uh, Ted and Tanner Written to Speak a podcast. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's gonna be fun though. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh but Tanner they can always find you. Written to speak. Just type it in. Just type it in, Google it. Uh it was it was it was number eleven. It didn't quite make the top ten. No. But it's the number eleven most searched. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, somehow. Yeah. I am at Theo D. You can Theo always, underscore D. Theo underscore D. Thank you. Doxology. Uh, all over the place. Uh, D apparently. stands for doxology, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Theo doxology. <laughs> yeah. uh, wrote a book, Myth of the Millennials. You can buy it wherever books are sold or probably just Amazon now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it ever actually made it into a bookstore. That's fine. Maybe some Christian bookstores. Well, let's
0: talk more about those things next year, too. Yeah. And I want to know what your ideas are for your next book because yeah, I'm well, excited about it. I don't want you to steal it, so I'm not going to sell you. I don't. Super secret. I don't write books like
1: that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thanks. Rick. Well, this has been a jerky, write books like a jerky ending to 2018. No, it, guys, we we hope you enjoy this. We hope you have a good laugh and yeah. and maybe pull a little something out of it. We thank uh, thank our great listeners. We're gonna we're gonna keep trying to get the cookbook going. Maybe we'll yeah, extend keep it. Keep an eye out for that. You know, we'll we'll release it in 2019, which yes. gives us a full year. <laughs> To really build it out. It's on our list of goals. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Goal for 2019. Cookbook. (laughs) I see in your future recipes. (laughs) We have a cookbook destiny. (laughs) I'm Tanner. I'm Ted. This This is our podcast. See (laughs) you.